Welcome to the Single Over 30 Podcast with dating and relationship coach, Shanna Schutte. Shanna's here to help you find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. Here's Shanna. Hey there, single lady. As always, I am so glad that you are here. I say that every single podcast episode, but I really, really mean it. It's such an honor for me to serve you. I love hearing from you. I love the encouraging notes I get from women, and I just love equipping you. I know what it's like to stand in your single shoes, uh, because as you may know, I got married for the first time happily at 46. I'm still married to that guy, and so I know what prolonged singleness feels like, and I know how confusing dating can be. One of the ways that it can be really confusing is that lots Lots of times dating coaches will tell you to hold back from asking for what you want in a potential date or a relationship for the fear of scaring a man away. And sometimes women don't want to ask for what they want and need because they're afraid that they're going to come on too strong, hence scaring that guy away. Women, we often see ourselves as responders, so we feel like we shouldn't ask for what we want, that the man should be the only one that leads in the relationship. The problem with this approach is that you could end up in an unhealthy relationship or the guy that you are interested in won't be able to give you what you want. So asking for what you want and need is a way to test the health and the viability of the relationship and to find out if this person is going to be safe and is really even interested in you or not. So when I coached Annie, she was interested in doing some online dating and she wanted to do so with the goal of meeting a man who wanted what she wanted to get married. So we talked through an online dating strategy over the months that we worked together and she implemented that strategy. She says she's a straight A student and that totally came across in the way that we worked together because we talked about what she needed to do and she did it. She put a plan into action and she implemented each and every step. During this time, during coaching and when she was online dating, she met Rick and she really liked him and they were having some great conversations and they'd been talking for a couple months, but there was a problem. He wasn't moving the relationship ball down the field, so to speak. So Annie didn't want to just be a video chat buddy and she just didn't want to be a text buddy. She wanted to meet, she wanted to date, she wanted to get married. So Rick indicated that he wanted to get together and to do so wouldn't have been a huge problem for him. As I recall, he lived about an hour and a half away. He said he had a free weekend and that he wanted to get together and he wanted to meet Annie in person. And she told him that that would be great. She encouraged him. So she said, I'd love to meet you and get together. But the weekend came and went and he didn't bring it up again. She didn't want to appear too eager, but she also didn't want to be stuck in a non-productive, going nowhere relationship. So after she and I taught together, what she decided to do was that she decided to share with Rick what she wanted and needed. She told him that she really liked him, she liked getting to know him, but that she would be interested in meeting rather than just talking over video and texting. He said he wanted to meet, but again, he didn't do anything about it. So about a week later, she said that she liked him, affirming her interest again, but she let him know that she didn't think that they should talk anymore over Zoom until they met in person to protect them from going any further or getting their hearts connected, right? She didn't want to get hurt in case something wasn't going to work out between them. And she invited him to move the ball down the field. 
Well, here was the thing. He didn't take her up on her offer. Instead, he tried to initiate text communication with her. And she said, hey, this isn't going to work. But if you want to meet, that would be awesome. He dropped the ball and he didn't initiate meeting with her. So his response when she asked for what she wanted and needed showed two things. First, it showed his level of interest in her. Next, it showed his intentionality for developing a serious relationship. And finally, it showed his inability to give her what she wanted and needed. So they were just really at different places relationally and emotionally. And when Annie asked for what she wanted and Rick didn't respond, it revealed all of the things I just mentioned. It gave her the clarity and the information that she needed to move on, even though it was difficult. Afterwards, we kind of reflected on their relationship online and what it looked like and some things that he had said and what had happened. So as we talked about him and his behavior, we noted that all along in several different places, he'd given her signs that he wasn't ready for a relationship. He told her he'd been through a nasty divorce, which he hadn't completely processed, and afterwards, he had 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 two long-term relationships post-divorce, and both of these women wanted a commitment, but he said he hadn't been able to pull the trigger because he didn't have any peace about it. And these weren't short-term relationships. Like I said, these were long-term relationships that lasted years. And if I recall correctly, I think one of them lasted like seven years. He wasn't emotionally ready for a relationship. He hadn't worked through whatever was holding him back from committing in a relationship. And Annie's ability to ask for what she wanted and needed and invite him to take their relationship to the next level revealed that lack of readiness. So here's the thing. If she hadn't asked for what she wanted, if she hadn't asked for what she needed, she could have gotten stuck for months or years in a dead-end cul-de-sac relationship. These are relationships that are just going in a circle and are never, ever going to go anywhere. They're not going to get you one step closer to the wedding altar. I talk about unproductive dating patterns and unproductive dating habits, and you can check some of those out in the last episode. If you haven't done so yet, it'll give you more clarity on what unproductive dating and relationship patterns look like. So something really cool happened for Annie. Another guy came along. He was the antithesis of Rick. He knew what he wanted, and it was clear in his behavior. And I told Annie, I said, what's going to happen is you're going to meet somebody online. You'll click. You'll like them. They'll like you. You will connect, and there won't be a bunch of drama, and it will be really easy. And that's exactly what happened. After talking to 11 guys online, then she met Kirk. And on their second video date, he said, I have to meet you. He drove four hours to meet her, and now eight months later, they are in a serious relationship, and they are talking about their future together. When I talked to her recently over a video chat, she just couldn't stop smiling and her face just showed so much joy. So again, what if Annie hadn't asked for what she wanted? What if she'd just gone along with what Rick wanted? Yep, she would have gotten stuck or could have gotten stuck in that cul-de-sac relationship. So this story reveals something else, the power of knowing what you want, knowing what your expectations are, and being able to ask for those things. You need to communicate what you want, but to do so, you have to know what you want. If you don't know what you want, you won't be able to ask for what you want. And a lot of confusion happens in this area of knowing what you want because we don't understand the relationship stages. 
With that in mind, what I want to invite you to do is go back and check out episode 72. It's how to avoid going nowhere relationships and unproductive dating patterns. In this episode, I lay out the five relationship stages in dating and relationships and what you need to know about each stage to avoid getting stuck. This will help you understand what you need, what you want, and how to ask for what you want. As always, I hope this has been helpful and encouraging. And if you could see me now, I'm holding up my hands in my studio because I am rooting for you. The dream that you have to love and be loved is possible. It truly is. And in closing, as always, remember to keep it sunny. I'll see you next time. Keep it sunny, please.